Hey everyone, this is Alicia. And this is Steve. And welcome to Parent World. Okay, everybody, welcome, welcome, welcome. On today's episode, we are going to be talking about stress management for parents. Yep, here we are, here we are, talking about it all, everything that drives us crazy, drives us mad, but still helps us to be productive parents and keeps us in a safe space. So we are going to talk to you today about how you could stress less with being a parent. Yep. We're going to give you some things that we do and some things that we have learned along the way. Definitely. So as we all know, parenting, no matter if you're a single parent, which Steve and I both have been single parents in our lifespan of being a parent, Mm -hmm. um, or you are in a partnership like we are today, um, parenting is stressful. And here's the thing, stress with parenting will never go away. Uh -uh. So my first advice to everybody out there is accept that that stress will never go away. Exactly. (laughs) You know, something that I think is very interesting, especially with new parents, their idea of what parenting is or what parenting looks like is completely different compared to what actually happens. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, it's just like you thinking that the older that they get, the more less dependent they'll be on you, but that's not always the case. It just changes in various forms. That's the way I see it. Yeah, absolutely. In every age, there are different milestones, but there are also different headaches. And as when you talk to even older parents, you will see that it tends to even get more stressful as your children get older. Yep, yep. And different needs, different wants different advice, different things they need to hear at certain points in time instead of letting them hear it all. Right. So, So, Steve, what do you do? Like, what's your go-to thing when you are super stressed when it comes to the kid? Like, what do you do? What do I do? Yeah. Um, I put myself in a place uh, reminding myself sometimes of when they were younger. You know, that kind of puts me there or just singing. I, uh, You know, I have to sing or... Dancing with you in the kitchen. That's okay. therapeutic sometimes, you know what I'm saying? And uh, just kind of just taking it easy and just lay back and trying to find put myself in another space so that I won't feel overwhelmed or overzealous or anything else. Sometimes even just taking a hot shower. I mean, there's a lot of things that you can do. You can kind of change them up. It, it depends on your mood and at that time of what you feel. It depends on what's going on. But you kind of have to... I have different things that I constantly do all the time. Would you believe this? About 90% of people, what do you think that they do when they become stressed with parenting? Um, I mean, 90%? I don't know. Don't, 97%. 97%. 97%. Uh, 97%, I would say they try to bring someone else in. No. They quit. They no. stop. No. They, I don't know. Are you ready for this? What is it? Are you ready for this? They take it out on their children. Really? Yeah, because their children are stressing themselves out so much. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will tell you this out there. Um, that is that can be very damaging. Okay. And I think it's, okay. I do, I have to say, and I've been guilty of this, that when you become stressed out, especially if there's a misunderstanding, especially if they're having a breakdown or whatever, 90% of parents take it out on their kids. Really? Yeah, and Mm. this is where I want to change the conversation and Mm. maybe enlighten some people out there is that 
as much as that might be what you feel like you need to do in the moment, mm-hmm. you need to hit the pause button and understand that you are their parent. And no matter what age they are, mm-hmm. okay? So Steve and I could really talk to the parents who are, you know, from infant to 13 because that's the age of our children right now, right? Right, right. But even if you talk to older parents, and I'm sure people out there uh, with your parents have disagreements even at if you're in your 30s, if you're in your 40s or whatever. Yeah. Um, and when you have those disagreements, the first thing you want to do is, you know, come back and you have those conversations that might not be so good, right? And right. they're hurtful. Right. And that's what's happening with the kids at a younger age. So the parents will, you know, they just get so frustrated. I don't mean any, you know, the, the study did not talk about abuse. They just talk, they take the anger out on their children. So whether, you know, um, they get so frustrated, they might say the wrong thing to them or they might call them a name. I've never done that to my son, but right. um, uh, what I will say is, is that I have an understanding for parents who have done that. Right. Okay. Um, but what I want to educate everybody out there is that in that moment, in that moment where your child might have gotten you so frustrated, where you need to get to work and they just spilled the cereal all over, or they can't find their coat uh, when you're about to go out or something like that, and they needed to have their coat on mm-hmm. like 10 minutes ago, this is what I want to say to you, is that you need to take a deep breath and you need to hit the pause button. You really need to hit the pause button and understand that that moment is not going to last forever. And that moment could change things forever, though. So depending on what you do, what you say to your child, what you say to yourself in that minute could change you forever. And I want you to keep that in mind because 97% of parents, what they do when they are stressed out with their children, they're taking it out on their kids. I'm going to tell you right now, that is not beneficial. It isn't. It's not beneficial. It isn't at all. I'm also not saying, because this is a podcast and people can come after me right away. I'm also not saying to give your kids a break on every last thing that they do. That is not what I'm saying. Uh -uh. But what I am saying is, is that we all get so heated. It does not matter what age your children are, but we can get there. But in that moment, you need to hit the pause button. If your child is going on and on in the store, we've all been there where your child has had a tantrum. We have two kids in our home on the spectrum. Believe us, we know, okay? We've all been there where you can't leave that store because they want something so bad. And they're not a spoiled child, but they sound like a spoiled child in that moment. And everybody's looking at you and you need to just get out of that store. Yeah. I Here's mean, the thing. Get out of that store. Get in the car. Let them flip out. And you literally just have to hit the positive button. It is not going to last. Go ahead. Though. Take Go a on. step back. Just take a step back. I mean, dealing with an issue like today, Isaiah uh, was having a little bit of trouble of at uh, the restaurant that we were at today um, that, you know, that we were going to. And all I kept doing was just directing him, directing him. Um, yes, probably in my earlier stages, I probably would have been like, all right, we need to leave out of here or get out of here, go in the car or bring him to the car or something. But I kept just being calm, speaking to him in a stern voice, telling him to stay where he's at. I took a step back and there was just silence. And then we were able to go ahead and go eat. 
he kind of came out of it a little bit better. Um, he was better about it. In that moment, I will say that because of the total like tantrum and everything else that he was throwing, I wanted to do more. But knowing where I'm at and everything else, you paused. You paused. I paused for a minute. And I'll be honest with you, I kind of redirected because there was an ESPN sports was on. I was looking at that and then I kind of zoomed back into him and then I zoomed back out to sports. That's my happy place in case you don't know. <laughs> so it was it was hard, but it was kind of uh, good. Another thing I like the fact is that uh, my wife here, she uh, grabbed my hand and kind of just, you know, touched me a little bit. That helped because, that you know, sometimes a little bit of the hawk comes out of me and I start yelling and everything else, mm -hmm. and I wasn't going to yell, but mm -hmm. I got him to understand that what he was doing was wrong, and the more decisions that he made just made the consequence worse. So I think it was a learning experience for him because he saw that I was calm, or I calmed down and I wasn't as bad, and every, the whole situation calmed down after he did what I needed him to do in a stern voice. Mm -hmm. So I was able to kind of come out of that, you know? And so, it's not easy. It's any not. Of these thing, any of these tools or advice that we're giving you today... It's not easy, okay? It's just like if you're in an emergency situation. The first thing they say to do is remain calm. Um, it's truth. Yeah. You, you have to, and it's, but it's not easy. Um, there have been plenty of times in my parenting span um, where I wanted to flip out. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I'll be honest, there have been times that I had. But the times that I had flipped out, right? Mm -hmm. I look back and I go, ah. I, sh I didn't have to do that. You know, yeah. I didn't have to let my emotions get the best of me. Because at the end of the day, guys, no matter what age your children are, they're always going to be younger than you. Yeah. You're always going to have more wisdom than them. Yeah. But you can't <laughs> that's expect the them. reality. Another thing is you can't expect them to know. And that's why no. we're here as guidance to be able yeah. to help them to get through these things. So that when they do go out on their own, they remember a time when you assisted them through it. Not to say that it's not going to be tough love, because there is consequences for all your actions, and you have to remind them of that. But there is going to be a time where you're going to coach them through this step by step. Mm -hmm. I really had to take a step back in the way of my parenting, and not to say that it was like I flipped out and went crazy, but before the fact that I had a child on the spectrum, I really had to change my behavior towards him to help him to be better, because Devin had a problem with, with, uh, with physical aggression. He had a lot of problems with that. So I had to change my aggression towards him, still maybe using a stern voice, but being able to kind of re recollect the situation and teach him that this is not what we do and this is not how we handle, handle anger. And believe me, people, it is a very long and hard, strung out process. It is a process. And I don't think anybody knows the process of it all because everybody wants the magic pill. Mm -hmm. It has to take up very lots of practice, very lots of situations in order for you to be able to master everything there is about how to get your, how to be calm under stress when dealing with your children and everything else, especially when they're not acting accordingly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it, it's a long process. Mine's is like, I say three or four years in the process, especially mm -hmm. having help from, you know, various people, you know, showing me things of how to deal with Devin. And while he's on the spectrum. So mm -hmm. I, I kind of transferred some of those things over to uh, Isaiah and Max and everything else. So it's, it's you know, it's everything you're always constantly learning different ways of how to parent your kids. It's, it's, a, it's an evolving process every single day and at every age. Mm -hmm. If you're just joining us now, we are talking about stress management for parenting, okay? Uh, we just went over about how to remain calm during those moments where you're ready to flip out.
Yeah. Okay. Um, and how do you remain calm? Well, the thing is you have to pause. Yeah. It goes back to just pausing. If you had a remote in your life and you hit pause, sure, your child might be screaming in the back seat. Yeah. But what you, what do, you, do you need to scream back at them? Absolutely not. Because that is not going to help the situation. Not at all. It is not going to help. So my first bit of advice for stress management and reparenting is hitting the pause button. Take a step back. Mm-hmm. Definitely. My second, or I should say our second, our second. Uh, piece of advice for stress management with parenting is to find a group. And I'm going to say find a group because not all of us out there um, have a partner in parenting. Yep. Um, and even if you have a partner, you still have to find people around you that are supportive. Yeah. And maybe for some of you out there, it might be family members. Um, maybe some of you might be a girl group that you go to on right. Wednesday and have a book club. Mm-hmm. Uh, or maybe it's a guy thing. I don't know. When, when guys, sports. You mentioned sports. Maybe sports. you go watch a sport or something. And you relate to other people who are in that circle. You need that support group. You right. do. It takes okay? a village. And sometimes it is just your partner. Some people are just completely com- comfortable with bouncing those ideas with their partner. And that's fine too. But I am telling you, please listen to me. If you are a single parent out there, mm-hmm. one of the best things that ever happened to me is that I made a, a friend who was also a single parent. Mm-hmm. We would do stuff with their children, um, and they basically grew up together. And to this day, even though I'm no longer a single parent, I'm still friends with this woman, but it's one of those things that I look back on. And I say, you know what? That actually really helped me got through that moment because she related to me when I could not figure out how I was going to make ends meet. Right. She related to me. And you need that support system. So to help you with the stresses that keep coming with parenting, find your group. Whether it's a group, find yep. that support system. Yep, have a foundation. A foundation is key on everything because mm-hmm. then after you're kind of going through your calm space and everything else and dealing with stuff, that's going to be your group to vent to. Mm-hmm. You need somebody to vent to and everything else. And me and, me and Alicia, we vent to each other constantly all the time about things that are bothering us because we have to communicate anyway because we don't want our the way we're coming about with our discipline or anything else be any different from each other. Right. Um. But still, you have to have somebody to vent to and to talk to because then... It, it it bottles up. It, it helps you get a better idea on other ideas on how to handle situations. They might share something with you that might you might be able to add to your repertoire of uh, raising your children. It mm-hmm. takes a village. And, and sometimes it just helps to just have that person if the same situation happened to them. Mm-hmm. And you realize you're not in it alone. That's, that's part of the reason why I wanted to create this podcast about just the day-to-day stuff that we deal with as parents because as parents we get so laser focused in our circle right like our our circle of life of just raising our kids Mm -hmm. that we forget that there's other people out there doing the same thing going through the same stuff um and we're here so it's not only you everybody's going through it Mm -hmm. and we're trying to everyone all of us are trying to be the best parents that we could ever be or have our children be better than what we could ever be Mm -hmm. so you're not alone and always understand that you're not alone and have your support system ready Mm -hmm. you know somebody that you could talk to and everything else and vent to or something you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. especially it's really especially hard like that to be in a military family because you always have people 
walking, I mean, I'm sorry, leaving, coming and everything else, but you'll find your way, you know, mm-hmm. just to be chilling on that one. Um, another tidbit of our advice when it comes to stress management is setting, and we'll talk about, I just heard our children in the background. That's why I paused. I did. <laughs> but it was a happy, it was a happy medium was, there. I happy about something else. We literally do this podcast out of our bedroom yes, with our do. door shut. So we are, we are real parents on this podcast. Okay. Yes, we are. Um, parenting right now. But... <laughs> <laughs> What I was uh, getting back to is our third uh, rule. I'm going to call these rules. rules. These are your rules. Okay, we're back. Sorry about that, guys. I had a uh, phone call that came through and interrupted my uh, signal here. Okay, so we're on rule three. We're calling them rules of stress management. Okay? Mm-hmm. So the first one was, Steve? Pause. Pause. <laughs> pause. Remain calm. Remember to hit that pause button in those moments, those heated moments of parenting. To uh, your foundation. Make sure you have uh, your circle. Circle. <laughs> your foundation. Find your circle. Find your group or your mate. Get those circle of people to help you. Your support system that will help push you through during all the stressful times of parenting. Mm-hmm. And. Our third one is setting expectations for your children. Now, we're only going to go into this a little bit because we're going to have another episode where we talk about different expectations at different age levels for the children. Um, But realizing in this third rule, you should not be doing everything. Right. Okay, you should not be doing everything. If you have, if you just have one child, okay, you have to set expectations for them to do. Mm-hmm. This is something I have to say. Steve, are you ready for this? Yes, this is being recorded. I actually learned this from you. Because being a single mom to a parent of one, although I had my son do little things, and he was younger too, so there mm-hmm. was that in there. Um, it was realizing that I could not maintain this household all by myself. Mm-hmm. I could not do this all by myself. And believe me, I was very vocal about it several times, not only with our children, but with myself. Okay. But what I will tell you is that I realized is that you have to set expectations. Mm-hmm. They need to get things done too. You aren't the only one living in this house. And yes, listen, you don't have to do everything. Ladies, gentlemen, you don't have to do everything. If you have children... And if they're not paying bills, they should be helping out. Yep. Pitch in. They have to pitch in. I mean, the way I look at it, way before we had, you know, the small homes and the cities and everything else, if you're out on a farm and everything, you had to pitch in to work. If you could walk and talk and eat, you're out there helping on the farm. So it's the same thing where it goes in your in your house. They have to be able to help to do with chores um, it keeps them busy, it keeps them responsible, and it teaches them things. Right. So, Again, we'll be talking about different expectations for your children on another episode. Right. But that is our rule number three, is realizing you don't have to do everything. Set those expectations. And again, we'll be talking about what type of expectations you could set for your children at different ages. Mm-hmm. And our fourth rule, I love that I went from like my rule tips to now rules these are rules for stress management gotcha. okay um the last one is taking time for yourself right being able to get away um if you think before you were a parent life was really different right it was but the great thing about but life before children we'll call it bc yeah before children uh-huh <laughs> before children yep yep um 
you took time for yourself because that's all you had. Right. Now, everybody's life is different, but essentially, before you've actually birthed children. Right. You can sleep in on a Saturday. Yeah. You can sleep in on a three-day or four-day weekend. Mm-hmm. You know, you came home from work. You could just be like, I don't have to worry about preparing food and getting people ready for showers and all that other stuff. Like, So, you need to take time for yourself. Yeah. That is the fourth rule. I don't know what it might be for you. For me and, and Steve, it's, hey, I, I want to date. And yeah. I just want a date with you and I, not our children. Yeah. You know? Date night. Hey, I want to go get my nails done. Yeah. I'm going to go do that. For Steve, what? Or Yours would be go... laying in the bed, I think. No, mine's not laying in the bed. <laughs> Sometimes I like to go to the gym, box, and go do other things or go out every now and then. I love taking her out dancing or something like that. Something we could do that's fun, that's extravagant. Doing other things or finding new things to do or going out to listen to some jazz. Um, just to be able to kick back and let your hair loose a little bit and kind of get away from the norm just for a few seconds or maybe just even a day. That's all. So let's go over the rules, people. All right. Number one, Steve, what is it? <laughs> Pause. Pause. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Pause. Remain calm in those moments that get super stressful Right. as a parent. Right. Number two is make sure you have a, a good circle, a foundation, yes. and everything else. Yes. And what's number three? A good see. group of people. Right. Even if it's just your mate that could relate, that can help you push forward. Or anybody that you can vent to at any time. Number three is setting expectations for your children and realizing you don't need to do everything on your own. Right. Exactly. Always using your help. Um, and, you know... Always talking with your spouse and everything else. But anyway. And last but not least. Uh, it is getting away. Taking time for yourself. <laughs> getting away. Taking time for yourself. Parenting is stressful. But thing. even though you are a parent, know that you are still you. And you need to have time for yourself. Very true. Yep. All right, guys, I hope these rules helped you along and our uh, laughter here as spouses <laughs> and uh, partners in crime and parenting have helped you um, give you some enlightenment with stress management for parenting. Yep. And on our next podcast, we will be talking about setting those expectations for your children. And also just want to put a disclaimer out there that setting the expectations are only to what your morals are and what are you hold dear to as to what you need and what you want them to do. So it's not a cure for all to say that this is what you must do. It's just more so of letting you get you ready to be able to set that up as to what's close and dear to you. So that's just my two cents. As always, guys, I would thank you for the two cents, Steve. I love your two cents. <laughs> As always, guys, I wish you every single happiness today. You all have a bang up Cracker Jack Monday and happy Vets Day. And remember, the greatest nation is the imagination. And go out and be great parents, the ones that you are right now. Bye.